You're alright. We're testing. Testing right now. Got my dog here. Rio. Again. He'd like to say hello. Won't you, Rio? Yes? That's actually him scratching himself. Would you like to say hello? Okay. He just he just licked the microphone. It's fun doing these uh testing uh sessions. I don't even know if you can call them a session. They're usually only like only uh a minute long. So all right. Let's start the show. This is Albert Orange, and welcome to the show, uh, the very same one which I do not promote on Twitter. I stopped posting on YouTube. I do nothing to uh, to promote this show. It's before the bell with me, as I said. Albert Orange, featuring my dog, Rio. We are here. We're back. We're, uh, we're stretching, apparently. That's what Rio's doing right now. <clears throat> um, this is a very exciting episode. Very exciting day. Not really. It's 9-11. So... It should feel uh, very somber, actually. But you know what? That's life. That's life, right? Every day makes you feel like, you know, whenever you're driving on the road, you just turn your steering wheel a few degrees and you could just end it at any time, you know? That's what you should feel like every single day. And if you don't feel like that every single day, then what's wrong with you? You know? Um, actually, that's, that's probably what you would call normal, actually. What I'm saying is, if you don't feel sad every now and then, you're not human, right? Even Ted Lasso has his own moments right it's going through a divorce real 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 almost knocked over my computer again thank you a lot rio uh anyways uh, i was saying even ted lasso feels sad right you know the guy from the show which is called ted lasso right the one that i'm watching uh he has his own uh, panic attacks, his own uh, mental squabbles. He's going through a divorce. He's going through it, as the kids say. Right? But 
guess what? He just uh, has a friend over, helps him uh, calm him down, and then he's back to his old self, you know, coaching, roaching, proaching, uh, not not pronouncing his G's, right? Uh, I love that show. That's a. Uh, I just rewatched the first season, because I wanted to. Right, uh, and uh, you know, uh, the actor who plays Roy Kent, and you really just you can't say Roy, right? Nobody calls him Roy. Uh, you you have to call him by his his. Uh, his football name, right? Roy Kent. Or else he's just Roy. And who the fuck likes Roy? I mean, what what even is that short for, you know? Roy? You mean like Roynold? Roynold's rap? Is that the failed plastic rap business? Um, the actor who plays Roy Kent, Brett Goldstein, is, uh, I mean, if he's not getting flooded with offers to play a, a starring role in a TV show or a movie, I'll just make up a TV show of my own, and then I'll, I'll have him, uh, star in it, Right? I'm not going to pay him because I don't have any money. <laughs> Can you imagine paying people to do stuff for you? <laughs> when you don't have anything to pay them with? <laughs> Except your gratitude. Uh, Rio is being uh, very noisy. Rio! Hey! Stop. There, if I sit down, he sits down too. Because he's loyal. Right, Rio? Oh my fucking god. Look at the microphone again. Gonna have to do a deep cleaning on this thing someday. And there he goes again. Fucking. Trying to scratch himself. Jesus Christ. Anyways, uh, what I was saying is that... Uh, I don't know what I was saying. Brett Goldstein. Amazing actor. He's a fucking hilarious character that he plays on, uh, on Ted Lasso. You know? I mean, like, probably my favorite line that he says... Is that uh, it's when he's like confronting uh, Jamie Tart about like the bullying in the gym. So he walks away. And then one of the other team players, he's like, Oi, Roy, you going to the club tonight? And then Roy Kent is like, Oh, Don, are you going to be there? Yeah, bruv. <laughs> 
then fuck no. Right? That's my favorite line. I probably watched that thing like fucking 20 times in a row before I kept going on to watch the rest of the episode. Uh, Just an amazing character. I like him. I like him a lot. And uh, this first, uh, the second season is going well so far. I like it. Um, I'm kind of sad that they made Nate into like a real wanker, as they say, over across the bond, you know. But uh, I'm I'm curious to see how that goes, and uh, I would uh, I would really like to see him apologize to the to the new kid, to the fucking to the kid who has it who had his job before him you know setting up the towels and the fucking stuff like that you know anyways what an explosive start to episode 12 i think yeah 12 12 um this is episode 12 of the before the bell podcast right and uh, so, okay, lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, I was going to talk about Ted Lasso. Didn't expect to talk about him so early in the podcast, but hey, it's all impromptu here. No scripts here at the Before the Bell podcast, except for the ads. Actually, I should just say ad, because... It's just Anchor that sponsors this podcast, and they probably don't even know I exist. You know, I'm just another piece of code in their algorithm, in their database. Know what I'm saying, Rio? No comment. No comment from Rio. Um, this is episode 12. Uh, let's take a look at the show notes for today's episode. Today's show notes are brought to you by the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency. Uh, and that's pretty much the whole definition I have for that. Of course, if you don't know, I've got some index cards from uh, high school. We used to write uh, definitions from... Uh, bunch of uh, historical terms from like the Cold War and World War Two and such and uh, today's show notes are again brought to you by the Central Intelligence Agency that's the only definition I have for that so far I just literally wrote down what CIA stood for and that's it that's how much effort that's how much effort I gave to uh, high school um CIA Central Intelligence Agency if you are ever in need of uh of uh taking down democratically elected communist governments CIA CIA is just for you All right <clears throat> Uh let's see Lots of stuff going on this week we got the, you know, I've reached out to a few people 
on this podcast before. <clears throat> and by people, I meant dictators. Um, I've reached out to Vladimir Putin. He's not a dictator, per se, but... I mean... <laughs> it's probably like his dream job, right? But uh, anyways... Uh, I've reached out to North Korea and uh, Kim Jong-un on this podcast. And uh, I saw that this week they had a parade celebrating North Korea's 73rd anniversary uh, of its founding. Congratulations, North Korea. Uh, An amazing, amazing milestone. And uh, the thing, the interesting thing about this parade is that they had no ballistic missiles to show off this year. Uh, So whether that's a good sign or a bad sign, I don't know. Maybe they just want peace. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, But uh, uh, apparently uh, uh, old Kimmy, old Kimmy Jong... And uh, please, Kimmy, if you don't like what I'm calling you, you can always tell me that, you know, whenever we go out to lunch, you know, you can just tell me, hey, uh, don't call me uh, Kimmy, right? That's not racist, by the way. It's not racist. Uh, Because... I'm gonna get myself canceled. Uh, anyways, yeah, apparently uh, Kim Jong Un didn't have anything to say at the parade. He gave no speech. The parade was uh, solely meant to uh, display the armed forces and the fucking and fucking uh, to rally the people together. You know, which is nice. It's nice. You know, at the inauguration, whenever the fucking, the uh, the armed forces, you know, did the parade in front of the president, right? That was kind of cool to see. It was on TV and everything. It was kind of cool. And then they just did that in North Korea, but, you know, a hundred times bigger. They had fireworks. There was like a stadium. It was a... Uh, it actually look, uh, looked quite nice. And uh, there was a bunch of... Uh, there was like a, a battalion of... Uh, I don't know if they're soldiers or just... I, I don't know what they were. Uh, but there was this battalion all formed up in formation, right? Wearing hazmat suits. Because apparently they're like, uh, they're the, uh, COVID-19 border patrol sort of thing, right? Which I thought was kind of cool. And then, as always, uh, I went down to the comment section on YouTube. Because that's, uh, that's where I was, uh, viewing the video on, right? It was a BBC video on YouTube. Scroll down to the comments section, and people were like, 
oh man, those hazmat suits really uh really display their uh their thirst for biological warfare, chemical warfare. Oh man, North Korea is gonna freaking do this, and you know what? Let's just let's just let's just uh hold the brakes. Let's just step on the brakes there a second, okay? If they wanted to start chemical warfare on us, it, that would be bad, right? It would be bad because they know we're going to retaliate. What's the, what's the strategic, uh, what's the strategy behind that, you know? Even... Even Rio dis disagrees with the with the YouTube comment section, right, Rio? He, he I swear he was. He was uh, displaying his uh, his uh, disapproval of that. You know. I mean, we're just gonna hit the back with our own missile, whatever. And then what? This is going to be a chain reaction, a back and forth. Uh, you give me a missile, I give you a missile. And then some bozo is going to think, oh, we're going to start World War Three. You know, some, some dude in a submarine. He's going to think the war has already started. And he's going to hit the button. Then the nuke comes out of the submarine and just... You know, that's actually a, a real story, by the way, except that uh, a nuke never happened. You know, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, there was this, uh, there was this uh, Soviet submarine near Cuba, I think, and uh, this dude, this uh, commander, the commander of the, well, I don't think it was the commander. I don't know, but it was it was these Soviets. Uh, it was these Soviets. They thought that the war had already started, and so they were gonna launch the nukes, right from the submarine. And then this one dude was like, "Hey, let's not do that." And they just basically avoided war, just because of that, you know. So. Um, where was I going with that? Maybe, maybe, maybe that same exact sort of thing might happen, right? I don't know, man. I'm just saying, they're not gonna hit us. If they wanted to hit us, well, too bad. Because we can freaking just obliterate them. You know, you know we can. We're the, we're the USA. Mother effers, right? Um, but we want peace. That's what we want. So we're going to give them peace. We're going to say, hey, congratulations, North Korea. I hope that we can uh, settle our differences for now. 
and I hope that you can open up your trade borders because I heard that you're not trading anything with anyone anymore, not even China. So nobody's sending stuff in because of this all this because uh they're pretty pretty strict on COVID, you know, they don't want anything going in, going out. That's why they got the hazmat suits, right? And so that's why they're not trading anything. Which is sad because apparently there's like a famine going on and even Kim Jong is uh losing some weight. Can I call you Kimmy Jong? Is that okay? Cause again, if you don't like that, just just hit me up. If you wanna grab a slice of pizza, maybe some Olive Garden, Buffalo Wild Wings. You're free to come over here, Kim Jong un. I'm serious. I'll take you out. I'll uh, I'll take you out to freaking Mickey D's, as the kids say. I didn't even know that was what the kids said till a few days ago, when a friend was like, "Yeah, you want to you want to meet up at Mickey D's," and I had to search that up on the Urban Dictionary. I had no idea that that was a nickname for McDonald's. But anyways, uh, congratulations, North Korea, again. And uh, just just don't just don't do anything to kill any people or stuff like that, you know. Uh, Kim Jong Un, I, I look forward to uh, to whatever you have to say. The ball's in your court. All right. Uh, look at me. I'm an internationalist. I'm making amends with dictators. <sighs> yeah. Life's pretty great for me. Um, anyways. Uh, I said I was going to make a review for this episode for Donda. You know, Kanye West. Kanye West's album. And uh, good news, I listened to it. Bad news, it was only like the first 13 songs. And uh, I literally only played through them like once. Except for Moon. I liked Moon with Don Tolliver and Kid Cudi. Lots of features on that album, but that that song especially. That was... uh, that was just, uh, that was probably like my favorite song I've heard in a while. You know? I'd like to sing it, but I don't want to get copyright striked. Copyrighted. Copyright. Strike. I don't know exactly what the verb is for that, but. You know? It's the one that goes, I wonder what Right? So that was a good song. I like Jonah. Don't know who sang the, the chorus on that, but uh, you know what? Let me look it up. 
Let me look it up here real quick. Real fucking quick. Okay, so I think it's probably Vori. Vori, I think. Uh, God. Let me just look up the track list here. Or the features list. Let's see. Full list of producers and guest artists on Kanye West's Donda. Donda, Donda, Donda. Okay, so it gives me all the freaking features, but it doesn't say which songs they're featured on. Now, here we go. Wikipedia. Wikipedia coming in clutch. All right. Uh, what am I looking at here? So is it, it's Dirk, Lil Dirk, okay, and and Vori, okay, okay. So I think Vori is the one who sang the chorus on Jonah, and then Dirk sang the the verse, or not sang, he rapped the verse. He's a rapper, right? So that's a, that's another song that I liked. And uh, another song that uh, caught my ear was uh, Remote Control. And uh, it was, uh, I guess it was an okay song. It's not something that I'd listen to really. <sighs> but the thing about that song is at the very end, Kanye just samples a, a thing from a freaking meme, you know? It was the glup 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 thing, you know? I am the glup 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 which was weird. It was really weird. And apparently he sampled it from uh, Grande's uh, uh, parody remake, you know? If you don't know who Grande is, he's like a, a meme maker, right? And uh, so that was weird. I don't know what Kanye was doing there, but you know, just like Kanye be Kanye. It's okay to question him, but you know, just just let Kanye be Kanye, you know? Rio can let Kanye be Kanye, right? Right, Rio? Don't lick it. Don't lick it. Try to lick it, but move the microphone away from him. If Rio can let Kanye be Kanye, if I can let Kanye be Kanye, you too can let Kanye be Kanye. And uh, we're going to take a break there.
and we're back so I hoped I hope that you enjoyed you that uh, that uh, half review from uh, for Kanye's Donda album of course it's because I reviewed half the tracks not really like half the tracks it was only like it was only like three songs that I really talked about but nevertheless a half review because I listened to only half the album you get it you can get it right um you know I just remembered that uh, I I bought like two movies this week because uh, in preparation for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home which comes out December I uh, I of course had to make sure that I watched that I watch the other two films that uh, that were already made um, I am of course talking about Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home and I uh, just remembered that I bought those movies right so and I wasn't planning on reviewing them because I didn't remember to but I might as well alright so Spider-Man Homecoming yeah great great movie I like it Michael Keaton was uh, particularly uh, particularly scary in it so uh, I think I thought his performance was pretty good and uh, hopefully he can come back in uh, No Way Home you know the ending where that movie was uh, kinda hinted at his return a little bit so uh, hopefully he can come back and uh, yeah not a lot to say about that movie but I thought it was a I thought it was a great movie I thought it was okay you know I thought it was on par with the Tobey Maguire movies right it was on par and for me to say that, for me to be able to say that, that's kind of a big deal. Alright? Because I love the Tobey Maguire movies. And uh, because, you know, they were my childhood. Right? I mean, the first Spider-Man movie was like... That was like the first movie that I actually liked... And that I actually wanted to keep watching, you know? I just couldn't get enough of that movie. And uh, so, yeah. Uh, for, me to, for me to say that uh, Homecoming was on par with those movies. It was, uh, yeah, it's a, it says a lot, all right? Uh, Rio has apparently had enough of this. So I'm going to try to speed things up here. 
uh, Far From Home. It was alright. I thought it was a little bit better than Homecoming. Just because... I mean... Well, I don't know. I don't know. It just felt... It felt... Uh, it was interesting, I guess. Um, I liked seeing uh, Mysterio. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal. Phenomenal performance from him. And, uh, you know, I've only seen Mysterio in, like, the comics. Of course, I never read any comics, but, you know, I've seen pictures of him. You know, drawings, whatever. Uh, to, so to see him in the in movie form, you know, that's always something. But in terms of, like, the story, plot... Uh, I like the plot twist. I like that. Sorry, just had to take another break there to blow my nose because it was bothering me and uh, a bunch of uh, snot was coming out. You didn't need to know that last part. Let me continue with uh, Far From Home. Um, I thought it was a great, great movie. And uh, I mean, that's it. <laughs> I'm not a critic, you know. I don't have a lot of extensive things to say. I just thought it was a good movie. I liked seeing Mysterio. I liked seeing Spider-Man. You know, Tom Holland. And uh, looking good in the suits. Right? Um, I liked the, uh, in the first movie, Homecoming. I liked the uh, Karen feature in the suit, you know. Uh, not Not Karen as in, you know what we now normally refer to as a Karen, right? You know, the uh, manager getting the, you know, the fucking women who uh, ask for the manager, right? Or men, right? Can't be, can't be sexist, but usually women. Um... <clears throat> But no, the Karen uh, AI in the suit that Peter had, you know, that was a good feature. I liked that. Uh, it was a fun, uh, fun back and forth between Peter and the and the suit, right? So I liked that. Overall, two great movies. I liked them. And, uh, yeah, Marissa Tomei, uh, you know, Aunt May, um, tempting as always, John Favreau really, uh, really got himself a little close there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You know, because his character was, you know, is uh, romantically involved with uh, Aunt May. And, you know, I say good. Good for him. Right? If he can get some. You think John Favreau had his own spidey sense about Marissa Tomei and just decided, hey, 
why not have my character be a little close with her, if you know what I mean, huh? <laughs> I'd do the same thing, too. Uh, anyways, enough, enough degrading women, right? This is a, this is an inclusive podcast, and, uh, yeah, uh, we don't, we don't speak ill of any groups, Except raccoons. Fuck those fucking bandits coming into our fucking country, stealing our garbage. Fuck those guys. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about Shang-Chi for a minute. Uh, I saw that with a friend, the same friend who uh, wanted to meet up at uh, Mickey D's. We went to see uh, Shang-Chi right after that. Uh, great movie. I liked it. Um, I wish... I wish that we could have seen more of the sister instead of Aquafina's character. Uh, not to talk down on Aquafina or anything. Uh, because I, I, I don't feel anything negatively towards that. Uh, like some other people do, right? But I wish we got to see more of the sister, you know? Uh, Shang-Chi's sister that is right and um, but overall I, th I feel like it's a great movie and uh, yeah not much to say about that movie it just felt like another uh, I don't know I don't know it feels like, I mean, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi was a banger, right, in my opinion, but I don't think it was like, I don't think it was like a, like a, a banger like Doctor Strange or, actually, you know what, I didn't like Doctor Strange, I didn't like this Doctor Strange movie, I feel like, oh, what if I could do a tier list of Marvel movies? That would be a good idea. Yeah, Doctor Strange, Shang-Chi. What else? What else? Fucking. Fucking. Uh, fucking. Thor, one of the Thor movies. The Dark World. Yeah, those movies I didn't really like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I liked them, but they just, I didn't like them as much as the other ones, right? Like, literally every single other one. So, unfortunately, Shang-Chi doesn't meet my expectations of a Marvel banger, you know? Like Captain America, the Captain America movies are bangers, right? I like those. Um, fucking. Let me pull up a list real quick. Let's just let's just rank these movies, cause why not? 
let's see, MCU. Going on Wikipedia here. Now, I'm not going to rank all of them uh, because I feel like that would take way too much time. I feel like uh, Captain America Civil War was really good. Um, both Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Those were good. Thor Ragnarok. Which one was that again? Oh, that was the one with the Hela sister. You know, with the fucking antlers. Um, yeah, I like that one because Hulk was in it. So that, that there's that Black Panther was all right. Um, it was all right f with me. Ant-Man, Paul Rudd. I mean, come on. Come on, man. I mean, except for the plots with the fucking father and the and the daughter, you know, I didn't really care about that. But Ant-Man was funny. I liked him. Uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, no. Captain Marvel goes below Shang-Chi and fucking Doctor Strange. I don't like that movie. <laughs> and I feel like that's such a lazy mentality, you know? Because, like, everyone doesn't like Mar Captain Marvel. But, ugh. Just doesn't do for me. I feel like all of the Iron Man movies were pretty solid, especially the first one. So, yeah, there's that. I don't know. I'll have to do a tier list, you know, one of those tier list videos. Uh, tier list things, you know. I'll have to do one of those someday. But, yeah, you know. Uh, anyways, Shang-Chi, or Shang-Chi, however you pronounce it, uh, and it's not racist, it's not racist to pronounce it Shang-Chi, or Shang-Chai, if you don't know any better, it's not racist, right, maybe on some level it is. They're gonna shut me down, man. They're gonna fucking suck the life out of me. Someday, Twitter is gonna explode. Oh, man. Um, anyways. So, we talked about Ted Lasso. Talked about Spider-Man. Talked about uh, fucking... Shang-Chi We talked about North Korea um, Oh You know what It's a bit late to mention it But I saw the, the Freaking the, uh, the little trailers For the Spider-Man video games Or rather the Spider-Man game Right Spider-Man 2 Which is going to feature both Peter Parker and Miles Morales and I've only played the 
the Spider-Man movie, not movie, video game. I've only played Marvel Spider-Man. I didn't play uh, Miles Morales yet. I will someday. Someday I will. But I don't know if I should get PS5 first. Maybe I should. Fuck. I don't know, man. Um. But regardless, Spider-Man 2 is going to be coming out in 2023, I think. I think that's what it said. It's going to feature Venom, which is going to be awesome. So I look forward to that it's gonna be it's actually gonna be sick I I can't wait to play that um and then there's gonna be a Wolverine video game fucking hell I think those are both gonna be made by Insomniac right well Spider-Man 2 is gonna be made by Insomniac but I think so is Wolverine right yeah, it's Insomniac. All right. So Marvel's Spider-Man 2 and Marvel's Wolverine going to come out pretty soon in a year or so, two years. I really can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. Um, so anyways, um, I wanted to talk about a movie that uh, I just saw last night. But you know what? I'm going to rewatch it again. And I'm going to review it for next episode. Episode 13. And then I'll probably properly. And then I'll probably give uh, Donda a proper review. Right? Maybe. Who knows? Um. Maybe I should also review Certified Lover Boy with Drake. Or by Drake. Oh man, so many ideas. So many ideas for episode 13. But that's next week. It's going to be next week. So I think I should wrap up here. Uh, episode 12. Yay, right? Uh, UK, as the Germans say, right? Right, Rio? Say, say yay. Say yay. Mate, you were making a bunch of noise before. Come on, say something. Get a job. Go apply for college. Plan out your fucking career. Don't just lay there. You fucking bimbo. Alright. It's gonna be a wrap for this episode. Thank you for listening. And uh, check out the Twitter. BTBpod21. Uh, and uh, my own personal Twitter. Gunther the Kid, G-U-N-T-H-E-R-K-I-D-D. I forgot the the.
G-U-N-T-H-E-R-T-H-A-K-I-D-D. Sounds like a radio station there, K-I-D-D. Uh, there you go. He's sneezing. Say something. Say something. Fuck you, real. Uh, and don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. And as the Italians say, Arrivederci. Mon amour. That's French.